This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. Uh, it's the fabulous Adam Richard and... Uh, oh my God, it's just the theories won't stop! Okay, uh, more theories about the latest episode of Doctor Who, The Fugitive of the Jadoon. Look, just the title is not really giving this enough gravitas. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So much happened in this episode. We had, uh, like, this is Spoiler City. If you haven't watched it, it'll be on regular ABC tomorrow night. But you can watch it on the iView. Catch up, people. Um, we had Captain Jack back, which was very, very exciting. We had... Ruth Clayton, who is now the new old doctor. I'm just going to call her the new old doctor because she seems like an old doctor, but she's new for us. Um, uh, But I just want to... Some of my thoughts about this episode that I absolutely adored. The Jadoon being fully Judge Dredd. Uh, (laughs) The Jadoon executing the old lady's knitting, then the old lady, and then the lovely man in the cafe that's in love with Ruth. Oh, my God. Just because he pushed one of them. Very Judge Dredd vibe. Like, you just don't do anything bad in Judge Dredd world. Otherwise, bang, gone. Um, But, yeah, exterminating the knitting was... (laughs) Then giving... Giving her compensation for her weapon. I guess knitting needles are kind of dangerous. That took me nine weeks. This is the thing with this show, the Chibnall era. Do not have a sweet backstory and only three lines of dialogue because you will be toast. <laughs> no one lasts lasts very long. I do like really. You know, there were some there were some big signs that this was. Uh, Probably the Doctor very early on when you watch it through again. The fact that she talks to her to Swan and calls him Reggie. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, that's uh, that's a very doctor thing to have a chat to a swan. Um, also, Luke and Nairi on Facebook have, are having a whale of a time, and also on Twitter, everyone's crossing the streams. I don't know what's going on. Uh, they were pointing out all the hints that Ruth's windows and mirrors look like bits of the TARDIS. If you go back and watch it again, uh, although nobody seems to have pointed out the obvious one. You know what they say: Occam's razor. The most obvious thing is correct. They're in Gloucester. Uh, she says she moved to. Gloucester in the middle of December in 1999, there were hurricanes across Europe in December 99. So it would have been very wet. It would have been raining. There would have been showers of rain. And who went to Gloucester in a shower of rain? Dr. Foster. Nursery rhymes have revealed everything. I've gone too far now, haven't I? <laughs> Tiny one. There is um, speaking of Doctor Foster, the nursery rhyme, the very first uh, of the Tom Baker Big Finish episodes, uh, Destination Nerva. There's a character called Doctor Foster who's played by Raquel Cassidy from Downton Abbey. She's also in the Gooby Goo episode with Matt Smith, uh, the Flesh, the Rebel Flesh. Is that what it's called? Uh, anyway, she plays a character called Doctor Foster, and Tom Baker's Doctor says in the most delightfully dark and conspiratorial way, he goes, Dr. Foster, have you ever been to Gloucester in a shower of rain? <laughs> it's just, you like seriously, the, the Tom Baker big finish stories are just delightful. Like I have no idea what's going on half the time. And I suspect neither does Tom Baker. Uh, when you watch an interview with him, he is he, he's quite out there. He's a very eccentric individual. Um, but yeah, it's it's very cute. Anyway, I'm, I'm completely off track. Uh, <laughs> I'm, reading, I'm reading your theories and I'm very, very excited by many, many, many of them. A lot of people saying... Uh, Carl sent me a DM on Facebook because he didn't want to spoil it for anyone. Bless you, Carl. Very, very sweet. He said, I think the Ruth Doctor... See, Ruth Doctor feels weird. I like new old Doctor. Um, Ruth Doctor is from a a different timeline or alternate universe. That is a very good point. Uh, A lot of people are saying this. Bought... Uh, on Twitter said, I like the parallel universe theory. Damien asks, is it too obvious to think the Kasavan... Oh, that's what they were called! Sorry. Uh, is it too obvious to think the Kasavan thrust them into an alternate reality? No. Occam's razor. It's it's If it seems the most obvious thing, it's the most obvious thing. Um, Kaza on Twitter said, it's an absolutely fantastic episode. I concur. Uh, <laughs> theories in my house about parallel timelines, but who was in whose timeline? That is a very good question. And if it was the Kasavan, maybe everyone's inside out now. I Look, the, the timeline thing is quite plausible. The idea that what has been for the last nearly 60 years, one timeline for Gallifreyans, even though they are out of time with everyone else, and the Doctor not really coping with the fact that they're in her past, the past of Gallifrey, is... uh, Suggest perhaps there's all, all sorts of stuff going on. Um, Fred sent me a DM on Facebook uh, and thinks that both doctors share the same genes and name, but are radically different incarnations of, of individuals uh, from different generations. His idea is that when one Time Lord dies, their biodata extract is obtained to make a new Time Lord, and when that Time Lord dies, their biodata extract is used to create yet another for the next generation, and so on. Which kind of brings back, I know someone was talking about the whole Lung Barrow thing. Because the whole thing in Lung Barrow, the book, it's a new adventure book from 
Oh, well, I think it would have been 96 because it was like the second last book to come out when uh, the BBC took the rights back to publishing the books because Paul McGann had just started playing uh, the Doctor, even though he only did it once. Well, only once on TV, but we, well, twice because he came back in the 50th anniversary. Anyway, look. Paul McGann, we'll get to him later. Uh, <laughs> this podcast's going to go for years, um, but yeah, I, 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 I do like the idea of because the thing in that is that the you know the the last Time Lord was born naturally from a mother in you know millennia ago, and now they're all come off a loom. And the implication I got from the loom and the, you know, weaving Time Lords was something to do with genetic manipulation. Uh, so, yeah, perhaps this perhaps Fred's onto something here. I mean, it's going to be hard to explain in, in one episode. By the way, the writing in this episode is so glorious. I think Vinay Patel, who wrote The uh, Demons of the Punjab last year... I think getting him in to work with Chibnall on this was just a genius idea because everyone just has, like, sparkling dialogue. There's, you know, the Doctor talking to Ryan and just being snippy because she's she's sad about the the destruction of her planet. Um, uh, also, uh, just little things like, you know, <laughs> I'd, I'd remember you. I'd remember that shirt. <laughs> also, when they started talking in unison, that is a hard gig for an actor. Uh, I was in an episode of um, The Night Terrace, which was written by John Richards and Ben McKenzie. Uh, John, who I worked with on Outland, obviously. Uh, and my character had to speak at the same time as a whole bunch of people. And so we did a take where we all talked at the same time and it just sounded dull. Uh, so I think I ended up doing the lead one and everyone just copied me afterwards. But it's it's really hard to have two people talking at the same time and having intonation and, you know, what you're trying to get across what you're saying as an actor. Like, that's it's really hard work. They did an amazing job. Anyway, so let's... let's oh, is there even a word for how dumb you are? Doctor. <laughs> such a fun episode because uh, you know like the surprises are one thing but you still want it to be an entertaining you know hour of television which it was uh, so I mean I, I don't know if anyone's watched this who's not really familiar with Doctor Who and has gone is this is this still fun uh, <laughs> uh, Chris on Twitter had a great theory that uh, the middle we see briefly is evidence that Lee, was that his name? Was a knight of the Grand Order of Oberon, like Orsini from Revelation of the Daleks. <gasps> oh, that is a very good theory. What if he's a knight of Valicia, which is from the big Finnish Dalek Empire series? You know, Nick Briggs is there on the set, being the voice of the Jadoon. He might look, this is too nerdy even for me, I think. Um, we've had many people asking questions. Uh, oh, look, the sands of running out of the hourglass. I, I can hear the music playing. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to continue your theories tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.